we're back. It's my <laughs> intro song, and also my allergies have gotten a hold of me. But hi, this is Mike, Mike, and Oscar. Uh, we've done two and a half episodes in the lead up to Avengers Endgame, when we promised you probably about a four-episode arc. So uh, on the other side of that, we're going to have a kind of a half-episode-ish right. review of Endgame. I'm your co-host, Mike Wanda's co-host, also Mike. Also Mike here, scheduled and formatted this episode in a very clever and unique way. And I highly, I give you props, and I think Marvel should be on top of this. We should be getting a cease and desist letter any day now. But what did <laughs> you format this as okay we have six questions three in the non-spoiler section three in the spoiler section because we want this to be a first reactions episode we are going to have that fourth part of this four episode arc it's going to be a big deal for us we're going to do a deep dive we need a little more time to study this incredible film Mm. and we got something special planned for you then So I don't want to let the cat out of the bag necessarily, but it's also someone special plan for you. Then we'll just leave it at that. And uh, if you can't make it, then I don't want to, you know, leave them out it's to dry. Just going to be Mike and I wearing Spider-Man masks <laughs> at the microphones. We're going to pretend we're going to impersonate the person we thought was going to be here, the famous person <laughs> to interview Avengers with us. No, uh, the bottom line is we did a guess the plot where we had a half news roundup, half silliness, silliness exercise for us. We had a Deadpool. Which which was our, you know, all our theorizing. I gotta say, look, yeah. for 30-some-odd heroes, uh, yeah, we got some completely wrong, obviously, but we didn't, the, our general thesis, oh, yeah. concentrating on the main six, I don't think we were that bad on. We were we were pretty close, yeah. but it, bottom line is, uh, that's a spoiler also, but well, we kind were, of. a little bit, but yeah, not, not really. were, we were wrong. Yeah. So you're, There's some we were very wrong on. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, that was a great episode. So if you're listening to this and non-spoilers, you have not seen the movie, go back to our Guess the Plot, go back to our Deadpool. We're very proud of those episodes. They're very ridiculous, Yes. for one, and the other is a lot of more hardcore nerddom, and we, we, we love that. This episode now is our first reactions, six questions. If that number means anything to you, it should, because there are six Infinity Stones, and each question will be themed towards a stone. I get it. I see what you did there. Very <laughs> clever. Yeah, so we're going to go through the six Infinity Stones and how they lay out and will uh, kind of make up our first impressions of Endgame for you. Now, like Mike said, we're going to have three non-spoiler questions, three spoiler questions. Are we going to give them a heads up when the spoiler questions are coming? We will. Okay. Uh, whether you want to put a dance breakdown or not is up to you. All right, so let's start, let's start at the top. Let's start with some news, some of what we've done here. Um, Mike, you don't know this is coming. We're recording this Friday the 26th now, so Avengers is out fully in theaters. Yeah. Uh, The record for a Thursday domestic box office was The Force Awakens 57 million. I will ask you, what did Endgame do Thursday box office-wise? Oh, I'm guessing 60? 60 on the nose, correct. Wow. Whoa. (laughs) I totally guessed. (laughs) Good job, yes. 60 million setting the new record domestically. It made 305 million in its first two days internationally. Wow. This we said uh, during our, I think it was our our Deadpool, right, when we had the news update. So 365 worldwide in two days. We projected, everyone was projecting, well, not us, I'm sorry, but everyone was projecting this is going to hit 900 million in the first five days uh, for a worldwide box office. It seems to be well on its way towards doing that. The biggest night you would think think is going to be tomorrow night, Saturday night, sure. when you may be listening to this during the day. You may have plans to go see this. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything by saying, go see this. Go see yes, this. Yes, uh, definitely a uh, bang for your buck. All right, let, let's walk through this now, Mike. What do we have for our first question? The first stone, you mean. The first stone, I do mean. 
The first stone is the space stone, Have you ever had a kidney stone? (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't eat a lot of macaroni and cheese. I hear if you eat a lot of macaroni and cheese, like the fake cheese from Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. So, like the powdered process. The instant stuff, the processed stuff. And that's the first stone. Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead. Next stone. No, Mike, did this movie fill the void? Did it fill the space in our hearts and our minds after Infinity War? So, that's a weird question. It's a question, basically, is that... Was it worth the hype? Right. Uh, if, it, if you're asking, was it worth the hype? Yes. Was it better than Captain Marvel? Yeah. Right? I right. think so. I think Captain Marvel, like I said in the lead up to Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. was the most important movie in the MCU up until Endgame. And I think without Captain Marvel, this movie would have lacked a lot. True. Uh, that's not really giving anything away, I don't think. And you'll see what I mean when you get into theaters with that. So I was skeptical on how they were going to pull this one off because the emotional stakes were super high after the end of Infinity War. I was skeptical they can remain true to their sense of humor, to their balance of you know action, A comedy. A lot of humor in this. How could they stay close to their brand, to their formulas of tension and relief? And this movie salved, not just solved, salved those doubts and those wounds today. from that yeah, last movie. I know it all. Mike, I mean, they've had this A-list of actors for so long. How about, uh, I don't want to spoil it, never mind. I was going to say, there's an actor in this that's famous that <laughs> plays a very bit role in this that yeah. has nothing to do with anything he's in this movie. Not, he's an A-lister, but he's not included in the 20-year or no, 20 No, 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 I'm just A-list. saying this is how big of a cultural touchstone this has sure. become that these types of Can actors I just are, play? Right. You didn't even get a speaking part. <laughs> exactly. This is like the Star Wars equivalent now. <laughs> yeah. So basically, they followed their brand, and they, it's like a trapeze art right now or trapeze act because they needed a heavy movie they needed a dark film this was going to be a dark turn everybody joked after all the promotional stuff this is the leftovers version (laughs) of the mcu and you have all these a-list actors you have close-ups that linger on their performances and i know you're critical of the first hour a little bit but that's some of the best acting i've ever seen in the mcu you have great actors you know, just pulling off phenomenal performances that made me emotional throughout. And definitely on the I rewatch. I teared up twice during this movie. On the rewatch, it's even more. Yeah, it's I, palpable. I, I, and see that. Uh, my goodness gracious. So many sad and terrifying shots in this movie, too. So the visual language really fit. I, it reminded me of Deathly Hallows, the, the, uh, the Harry Potter. And you get a dark movie both visually and with the performances and then somehow the gallows humor plays throughout and, and they, they they like i said a trapeze act who for your money is the best actor of the avengers oh it is robert downey jr you think, I think so i think he was phenomenal in this movie okay. this was his best work and uh, yeah i stand by that is he gonna get an oscar nod we'll talk about that in a few minutes how about you um i would say scarlett johansson And especially because who she was playing against, who I thought might have been a little out of depth sometimes. By far her greatest film. and But I, I did like Jeremy Renner as well. I, I like liked him. him when he wasn't forced to cry. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's he. I don't know. I I, I it's he sold me. I, I was into. You're right in saying that this was the most uh, the most acting these people have done on screen. With that in place, that may open the door to being more uh, palpable to the Academy mm-hmm. when we get to the Oscars question. More so than something like Civil War or something like uh, Infinity War may have been. It's a great transition to my next two questions here mike because the next question i want to put our film critics hat on because in our film critics reality how good is this movie let's get right to grades here we want to help audiences manage expectations 
What do you have for this movie? I've been oscillating between a 91 92 the whole yeah. ride home. I just saw this for the first time. I've right. seen it twice. Uh, so I'm fresh off my watch. I went to a 135 showing. We're recording this. So I think it's like 615 right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm a 91 92 hard A minus. I think you can nitpick. Which, you know, as a critic, you're going to do about certain stuff. And yep. I talked about, you know. It's not a perfect movie. Not by any means. But the emotional payoffs are the highest emotional payoffs I may have ever had. And that could be due to the decade-long buildup, I'm sure. Serialized storytelling. Yeah. Just, so. just coming to the fore, we have. Uh, I don't get lo- emotional in movies. I don't cry. I don't tear up. I had two separate times where I was like, I think I might cry right now. We have a le- yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm holding it back up. Yeah. <laughs> but. 11 years yeah. of 22, 23 movies, is it Something now? Something like that, yeah. And it's just the buildup is there. And the payoffs, I mean, they paid things off all going all the way back to one of the first movies. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. So that, that was a lot of fun. So in a film critic's reality, though, I'm going to say Act 1 is dark. Act 2 is something new. For the, for the MCU, which was a lot of fun. But Act 3 is that nonstop rousing conclusion, that relentless conclusion that you thought you were going to get. Yeah. You knew you were going to get. And you just, that's what made, this movie gets slow, at least for me. At times, mm-hmm. there's, especially after the first half hour or so, you're in this for like 75 minutes with a whole lot of talking. Whole lot of acting. And Still, talk I think on. you got some great scenes with Scarlett Joe. You got some great yeah, scenes with Yeah, I don't argue Cap. that. I mean, to me, Chris Evans was... His best performance by far far in his Captain America role so far. And it makes it okay that it's slow because you know you're going to get the payoff. Mm -hmm. And then the payoff comes and it's just so conclusory so beyond anything. I don't even know. Like, that's what I mean. Like, it just, (laughs) I had goosebumps. It's just so perfect you can and how many times do you get yeah. perfect endings you can speak almost words because it's a first reactions <laughs> pod i mean film critics actually will sit on all their almost words and they'll turn them all into adjective uh, ad- adverbs really it's ly everything there's a y on end of everything this is not a perfect film no but the emotional payoffs of the catharsis happening here just worked like a charm on me too, maybe right? a perfect act three yeah. maybe a perfect act three it's just incredible so the power stone our third question of the non-spoiler section before we start talking the plot. Michael, how powerfully will this film work on the Academy? Let's take our Oscar lens on this film right now. Do you think this is going to play? Oh, God. I've been debating this yeah. so much. Because Black Panther broke the mold last year. Black Why Panther- did Black Panther break the mold? Obviously, there's the whole the whole once in a lifetime breaking the glass ceiling narrative that well, goes along. That's, that's fine, but also, but I don't think that's the reason. I think Black Panther that script was phenomenal, and I I know you allocate credit different ways at the Oscars. We've been making this argument for years, so they gave the credit to the best to the best picture category, right? Mm-hmm. And it, you know, SAGs and it won get, some of the underscore. SAGs too. gave the ensemble credit. Yeah, and it, so, won, and it won. It won. What three on the night, right? And obviously, the technical aspects of that. The Mar- Marvel's been building up to technical achievement Oscars for a while. It just didn't break through into the big six, big eight, big ten categories until last year. Black Panther really was the forerunner. Yeah, and it's a weird blueprint because I kind of feel like if you were going to reward this with any Oscar, it wouldn't be any of the big six except Best Picture as well. 
Now that rarely happens right. because you need the best exactly. actor nominated. Can Robert Downey Jr., can Scarlett Johansson, can anybody else get nominated for this film? Chris Evans, maybe. I would love it, but I just don't see it happening. I love I those really performances. Don't. I do too. I just don't see it happen. I can't. I don't think we're there. We're not there I yet. Don't, and I don't. Uh, which is a weird thing to say because if we're not there with this, are we ever going to get there? Well, here's the thing. This is a, in my for my money, this is a much better film than Best Picture nominees in the past. I, I think this has got to be a Best Picture nominee at the end of the day. See, it's a weird, it's a weird argument to make because, like, you take the Emmys for instance, right? Mm-hmm. A guy like John Hamm, whether or not he was worthy of that first Best Actor in a Dramatic Series win that he got from Mad Men's last season, right? He was able to get it because he was there. It was the mini version of the Lifetime Achievement Awards, except that that guy shows up every year to that award ceremony, right? And so everyone knows it's the final, it's the final Paid season. his dues, right? So now we can finally reward him. You don't really ever get that with movies. Obviously, you don't have Robert Downey Jr. being nominated for any of these in the past, but he kept showing up and he keeps getting box office with these roles as Tony Stark. So is it time for him to finally break through and for the Academy to give in? It's a really interesting argument. I think the odds would be better if it wasn't this year with how loaded 2019 is forming to be. Right. So bottom line is this seems like a Best Picture nominee, possible nominee for us. Technical, I hope so. Technically, it's probably going to get noms for uh, in the technical categories. I mean, are we going to be in a world where both Avengers and Star Wars make the Best Picture field? I hope so. That would be I mean, great. The, the I just, that's a lot to, for the Academy to swallow uh, in one the year. The industry is there. Well, let's be honest. The industry has been going this way for a long time. I would love it, man. I would love it. Tent pole after another, the talent that has gone towards those tent poles. So it should be. It should be an indication of the industry. This movie didn't build into as much as well as Black Panther did. It didn't build into this movie with nominations in one year. Like Scott Feinberg, like you just said, we're paying your dues, even though you you said it, it doesn't always happen because we get the you know the the odd people. Well, nominated. with the same role, I mean, it doesn't always happen. F- right, Feinberg did say that the Academy usually likes to nominate somebody, nominate them again, and then pick them as right. a winner. That's the typical. They, they got to pay their dues, like I, I've been saying three times now. Right, and that's that's the, kind of... This that's... movie didn't... Or this franchise hasn't had the chance to do that like Lord right. of the Rings did. Right. Is the point I was slowly, <laughs> finally getting to, Mike. Well, that, and that's that's highlighting the difference between television and film. And it's like, right. like if this was a TV series, which is a ridiculous thing to say, of course, because, you know, it'd be so ahead of every television series. But right. if this was a TV series, I would say, yeah, Absolutely, Robert Downey Jr. has got one thousand percent chance to walk away with it because it got enough uh, recognition right. beforehand. And, and what happens in the movie with yeah. his character and all that stuff? So I, I just don't know. I would love to. Yeah, I want to see it. Absolutely, I think it's without question is worthy enough. Have we ever had an emotional payoffs in a blockbuster film like this one? Because that, like you said, could play on the Academy. I mean, if if the, yeah. if most of the Academy has been seeing these films, and then they go to this one and they're crying their I eyes out. I think there's a very obvious parallel to me in the third act of this movie with something that was uh, did well as a precursor in the Academies, which we'll talk about when we get to the spoiler ones. All right. I think that's pretty obvious too. But um, so I, you know, I mean, did that one win? Well, no, but it was part of a series where it won again. It won soon, so. I, it's tough. I hope. I, I would love to feed off your optimism. I hope you're right. 
Yeah, I, I think it's going to be in the mix. It's I hope not so. going to contend and it'll win, you know, technical categories. Because, you know, like Feinberg said, I keep referencing that interview. I listened listen to it recently. You know, sometimes the, the box office payoff is kind of a reward. It's in the itself. Oscar, yeah. yeah. Which is back. I mean, you're never going to make progress with popular films if that's how you're thinking. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's it's been the reality with the, what the academy. Because then chooses. you're the indie spirits. If yeah, I mean, if that's your thinking, if the box office is the reward, then you're just the indie spirit awards. Two point Agreed. All right, well, let's dance. Uh, all right, yeah, let's let's talk about spoilers. Uh, I will put a little throw in uh, here. It won't be the full dance, but you get a little bit of something. Spoilers ahead. This is a spoiler warning. Spoilers. So these are the spoiler reactions now. From here on out, the. Uh, Mike, Mike, and Oscar takes with the last three stone questions for Avengers Endgame. If you have not seen the movie yet, I don't know. Clear your schedule. What are you, what are you <laughs> Go doing? Go see this movie. <laughs> How are you here? Go, yeah, go watch the movie. Come back, hit play. We'll be waiting for you. If you've seen the movie already, you want to hear our thoughts. Or if we just hyped it up so much for you, we did nothing. It was all the Russo brothers and Kevin Feige. Yeah. But uh, that you can't go another minute without hearing what happens. This is a good place for you to be. It's all spoilers all the time. From here on out, this quick half episode of the Mike, Mike, and Oscar Avengers Endgame uh, review. Uh, I guess the first take. What are we calling this? First, first reactions. First reactions. All right. I almost died in the theater today, by the way. I was, like, sweating and just gross, and I'm, I'm not a human. You were in the same theater where I, I told I the story <laughs> about the girl passing out. And I, I get it. <laughs> and I think she actually somehow staggered out and then passed out in the hallway. I had, like, run to the bathroom or something, so I embellished that story a little bit. I came back... And then next thing I know, she's on a gurney, or she's we're calling I a gurney over I wish there. I had a gurney. I wish somebody get me out of there on a gurney. <laughs> uh, I want to give a shout-out to my buddy. My, I saw this with my buddy Chris Ryder. We, we sat down. We had lunch at the food court. We saw it in our, our local mall. What so did you have for theater. lunch? This could explain the sweating. Uh, Sparrows. So everyday thing. <laughs> well, that explains. <laughs> That's the reason. We were talking. What I wanted to know his thoughts, and he said he's a, he's a fan of a show, and he said, I think Cap ends up with Agent Carter. Yeah. He said... I think uh, everybody's assuming that Black Widow's going to live because of the movie coming up, so I think she dies. Wow. And I think Tony dies. I turned to her at the end of the movie. I'm like, what the fuck? Did you read this? (laughs) So, uh, Skeptical. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. He nailed it. He should have, you know, did that Deadpool episode with us. He should have bet on it. Yeah, absolutely. He should have bet on it. Mike, the next stone is the Mind Stone, and we're going to explain all of the mysteries. We're going to do the deep dive in the next review, yes. of, in our fuller review. But I just want to, you know, let's let's talk about some worse here to start off and get those out of the way. Did this movie make sense? Because to me, there's some plot holes. Did this movie make sense for you? We have the time travel element added. What did you think? Um, I've never seen someone figure out time travel so quickly in a movie. <laughs> Did they joke away the uh, all of the obvious objections? Because they joked away a bunch. And no, fun. but I appreciate the ones they did. Like yeah. I appreciate them referencing all the you know Quantum Leap, Back to the Future, etc. So that was pretty clever. Uh-huh. Um, Tony figures out time travel like in a scene. It's suggested one scene, and then he's working on it in his home. The next scene, and they, he's done it. They could have shown time passing <laughs> a little longer there. Uh, I would agree. Here's here's where I lay. Like, why isn't there first mission to just get more pin particles from <laughs> Professor Kim, who could then just make more pin particles. They stay wind up stealing yeah. an extra four. Cap winds up grabbing an extra four anyway. Why didn't they just go back to when he was freaking flush and take pin particles? Uh, that's great. I don't know why. That's a great, great uh, point out. <laughs> but I also like that they were setting it up 
so like Tony wouldn't have enough pin particles to get back to the current day. Right. And I thought that's how we were going to leave him. And you can't have that be Tony's end. So I'm glad they had that misdirection. Sure. And they set it up and walked away from that. They, and they added in the cute scene with Tony talking with his dad, which mm-hmm. I was really heartwarming and nice. And everything was leading towards this is Tony's last movie. Once they showed the happily ever after yeah. of Tony, yeah. basically those five years, I knew he was done. Of course. Uh, right then. Of like course. I figured they were going to give him a happily ever after. They had to give his character some peace. And I knew once he had those five years with his daughter. Well, it was also was smart. Like, it was also smart not letting, you know, yes, we saw his daughter. We saw him love his daughter. We saw them get along. But, like, we didn't linger on his daughter too long. Because could you imagine if we were emotionally invested in that character right. and we're taking her father away from her it's, at five yeah. years old? It'd be too much right. at that point. It was it was a lot just yeah, it was. going in. So, so I think that was – there was that's what I mean. Like, yes, there were plot holes. Uh, yeah, they tried to address as much as they could. It's a 180-plus-minute movie. But, like, they still answered as much as they can and left it satisfactory enough. Yeah. And it doesn't matter anyway because all you leave the theater thinking about is that final Left. Right, and they they joked away enough objections that it's it's not a big deal. I I got a couple more nitpicks. Yeah. Nebula taser in her head network thing. Why does the network make a taser in her head? Like they never so, explain look, that. Man, like I I don't mind. Like the Maw could have. If done you're it not going to explain the rules of time travel, which they kind of try to with one line of dialogue from okay. the Hulk. There's a couple things like the what the ancient one Tilda Swinton does something with it. They did a quick she, thing. She doesn't really explain anything. Like Tony has a quick speech, and then Banner has a quick speech. Professor right. Hulk. Yeah. So like, what I'm saying is like, if you don't have this big, long, drawn out explanation, make jokes. You well, you can make up the rules as you go along. It's fine as long as you're not too absurd with it, which is a really arbitrary statement and the biggest made up rule to me was like how does nebula kill herself and not vanish i get that it doesn't (laughs) not supposed to happen right because your president is your that speech right and then you have gamora coming back to peter quill and then she's gonna stay like how does that happen yeah uh doesn't that change everything in the past now but it doesn't change it because because they didn't go yeah they didn't it's not that Gamora. It's a different right? It's a timeline. different Gamora. I get it, but I don't get it. Right. So I'm there with this movie. The, gotta... you can't, it's like any... But see, this is my standard with any time travel movie right. or trope. If you think about... Look how many, how many people have torn apart Back to the Future because it came out 30 years ago. If you take any piece of time travel, if time travel is part of your story, yeah. you're, you're saying, you know... Fucking have at it if you want to nitpick. Go ahead, tear it apart, because you're going to be able to. It's so I, I always, yeah. when it comes to time travel, I try to be like, okay, just show me what you're going to tell me. It's hard to write yourself into a corner, which right. you're supposed to do in these action-adventure movies with the time travel. That being said, Mike, I want to get into some bests, and I really love the time travel element, because Act 2 is like nothing I ever experienced, where we're basically going through... These other movies, these old movies, that was some of the so, best moments of those movies, so cool, and getting like deleted yeah. scenes yeah. from those oh movies, my God. and How our own fucking little smart are these people spin-off adventures, yeah. from in those universes. So, so we're entering the event, the first Avengers movie yeah. in 2012. We're entering the Guardian, first Guardians movie in 2014. We're entering fucking Infinity War on the cliffs of uh, whatever there. P- yeah, Peter Quill is doing his sing and dance of kicking all those rats. <laughs> so he's a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> so we that that's a huge best for me. Yes, but you know, did you have uh, the time of your life at the movies? Is the is the formal question for this? Like, did Bill Medley pop up with Dirty Dancing and start singing? <laughs> I mean, I had a, I had a lot of big moments here. What are what are your what are our high five moments? What are your heartwarming moments? What are some of your best scenes? When Captain Marvel came back, not the first time, right? 
That's one of my best, by the way, because I had that in my guest the plot. I was like, if yes. Captain Marvel proves she can go to and from space like this, the first five that. minutes yeah. of Endgame has to be her going to space and saving Once Tony. Once you said it, I was like, all right, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> and I'm what's so happen. happy they did because otherwise it'd be if Tony spent the first forty five minutes of this movie out in space, I would have been pulling my fucking hair out. Now, if Captain Marvel's in this whole plot, it's a much easier movie, right? They did write themselves into a corner with her character because now yeah. she's just the ace in the hole. So, like what she's Deus ex, ex Machina but, personified. So they had to like write themselves into a deeper hole. Say, all right, we're gonna go five years. We're gonna be depressed for five years, and then she's gonna go off and do her hero thing. Get a haircut. All of the other planets. <laughs> what are you getting another haircut? But yeah. So oh, she, can we give Rocket awards? By the way, like, can Bradley Cooper finally get an Oscar for this role? <laughs> yeah, he should. It's, 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 Rocket is phenomenal in this movie. But so they, I thought there was very very clever. Yes, agree. And very righteous in writing her out of the middle of the story. Having Earth be what it was at the end of Infinity War, even though we, you know, we don't see the five years pass, but we yeah. see the the toll it's taken on everyone, and it afforded you more opportunities to. When we heard this, this movie was three hours. All yep. of us were like. Okay, but don't fuck with wow, this is supposed to end. You right. know, like just get to the huge battle scene and give us what we want. And so they they didn't have to worry about like Bruce honing the Hulk and turning into the half Bruce, half Hulk man. Yep. They're just like five years past, he figured it out. They don't, you know, they, they even kind of shot shot away some time travel explanations, like I said. They could have screwed this movie up by by being even longer in that first act. Because right. when you think about the scope of the tragedy. They oh, yeah. They could have wallowed, and they didn't nest. They, you know, you you had argument there. You had that civil mm-hmm. war argument rehashed. I didn't know, like just, that. I really just, didn't like that. Tony, Tony coming Tony out, coming Duncan, back, fucking guns blazing. He for was Cap. dunking on yeah. Cap in that argument, and it was, and Cap just had to take it. And but then you had like that whole. Shouldn't he have come off the ship right away and punched Cap rather than hugging each other and saying we lost and then getting mad in HQ? Well, he's kind of, you know, limping, I know he's shocked. Limping. He's happy yeah, to be alive. He's barely alive. He's ha- happy to be alive, bottom line. And he knows Cap kind of saved Tony him. Tony Stark's you know. a coward. I'm well, <laughs> but, you know, as soon as he gets the IV yeah, in him, right. then he's firing at all cylinders at Cap. So let's talk about the, a couple of big characters here real quick. Black Widow death scene. Did it work for you? I, I think it worked for me. I think it's a good scene. <laughs> it was, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of... <laughs> watching a wrestling storyline play out yeah. when there's too many swerves. It's like, just fucking pick one! <laughs> one of you die! There was when, the most when awkward... You, when you, one runs, yeah. and the other one grapples him, and then he shoots the bow to stop her, and then he, she fucking catapults him. Too much. Yeah, just one of you die! <laughs> but once you got into the quote-unquote yes. death scene, I yes. thought she did a great Very job. Very heavy. And I thought it was interesting, like, you have two heroic characters here, and you got heroic people in real life. The, the adaptation speech flashed in my head with Robert McKee. Oh, good. And he's like, if you can't find real life, then you don't know fuck about life. <laughs> and if he has a sc- yelling at a screenwriter, I just want to make a movie about flowers. Can we make a movie? <laughs> no, you don't know fuck about life. So but I love that. Because you, you got real heroes. The White Helmets in Syria. You got these real heroes out there. Emergency services. These two, immediately, that's their re- gut reaction. I thought that was so cool. And then you have Black did you, Widow. Did you think she was going to die? In no. the moment, did you no, think she was going to die? No, I, I, once, once uh, they had the, the the fight, then I knew it was her. Because oh, really? I knew, okay. I, I still knew, didn't. 
I knew Hawkeye. I think Hawkeye was going to get reunited with his family. I figured that was going to happen. So did I, but I thought still in my head it was going to be him sacrificing himself. Just, but yeah, all right. It I'm makes su- sense. I'm surprised it was her and him there. I'm su- But I am not surprised at the same time because it makes sense because they were working together right. all along in the series. It had to be. Especially right, the yeah. first Avengers movie, which there's a lot of parallels to as well. So the Black Widow scene, I thought it was a good scene. The the Look, the Iron Man death scene So was can we talk about Act 3 as a whole as just the yeah. best? It's the best. So, it's it's glorious. You, as an ardent Lord of the Rings fan, yeah. did you have a, a Vietnam flashback to the Two Towers fight here? or Because this is what it was to me. The Helm's Deep? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, a little bit. But bottom line is, this was a more goosebumpy moment than... You're way more invested in all of these characters right. than you are in any, the five... I, I also Rings. knew what was going to happen right. from the book, reading the oh, books. Oh, fair. Okay. I think you know, maybe on this Sunday's Game of Thrones, I'll have one of those moments. <laughs> if it goes well, if it goes uh, bad, then no. But I, I, for this movie, like I forgot about the other heroes coming back. They, they suck you into the drama so oh, hard. Oh, I didn't. They suck you into the drama, <laughs> and I forgot. Like what? I'm really like I'm emotionally manipulated when Thanos yeah. is hitting them with that his army. I, my brain did not jump to it in either viewing. Oh, they're coming back. And that's the crazy thing. That's the mark of great story. They did a great job of that. I, I only did it because I was waiting to see Chris Pratt come in because I thought he was going to give a one-liner. Uh, but I, they did a great job of having you forget about that and making you feel hopeless. Great, great job. Uh, it worked on me. And, then and the, they distracted you with the big fight between all the Thanos and the guys. There was like 18 poetic moments in this fucking act that yeah. were like just... When fucking Scarlet Witch faces Thanos and oh. she's like, you took everything from me? And he's like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Incredible. I just, my favorite moment in that whole sequence was the one finger held up by Doctor Strange to Tony Stark. I thought that was incredible. That was heavy. This is just one chance. Yeah. And now Tony knows. I, he knows what he has to do. Oh, God. That was incredible. I don't want Tony to be gone. It, it sucks. But <laughs> it, 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 it that was the fitting end. And the eye that when Spidey comes out and, and just hugs Iron Man right oh, away, great. I got so fucking emotional. And I once was, that happened, I, I kind of knew he yeah, was done. He yeah. was toast. He once they had happy that ending. moment. Yeah. And, you know, once and they had the, him and Thanos are so intertwined, and they, they hit it on the nose a little bit in this one. But they, when when Pepper was talking to him about how you can finally rest, and Thanos' whole thing in Infinity War, I just watched rewatched it last night, was right. that you know, once I'm done, I can finally rest. Like, both these guys just want to be done, but they know they have this burden of yeah. having to save the world in their own Thanos image. Thanos was the protagonist of Infinity War. He really was. Yeah. And they did a lot for him in this movie. Uh, how surprised were you when they killed him early on in the movie? I was shocked. Shocked. Absolutely shocked. I and I was, was like, excellent. why didn't you just fucking do this in the last movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, now you got Captain Marvel. But right. they played up yeah. the power of Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel will hold him down and we're going to kill him. I didn't think she would be that much of a difference. But I was but he was also weakened. Away. But yeah. And they, they explained right, right away, too. Thor said, I went for the head this time. And it sends him into a fucking spiral because he could have done it last time. And now he get fat Thor in this movie. I, I loved that Thor killed him early here. Because that was what I was thinking was going to happen at the end. Right. To, to, to take no. me. It had to be. Into the first scene and to kill him early and and do the obvious thing early and then now I'm now you blank the audience. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, what's gonna happen now? I thought that was gonna happen at the end. I thought you're gonna work it in and I was gonna forget about it and that was gonna be the big thing. Absolutely not. That they did it right at the beginning is genius. So there's great moments in Act Two. The Peggy thing when he's looking through the window at Peggy. Cap's looking at Peggy. Oh, my heart is breaking. And to have the final scene of this film be the dance between them yeah. and the kiss. Oh, my yeah. God, Mike. 
I've been choking it up. Here's my question, thinking about time travel, though. So, like, when Doc, when not Doc, I'm sorry, when Cap doesn't come back at the end of the movie there after time traveling, yeah. does his old self just, like, appear on that bench? Or was that guy there the whole time? No, that guy, he came there. He, he must have traveled there. The whole time. My point is, okay, Captain America's in this fucking time travel device, right? Young Captain America. Gonna go back and put the stones back, right? Okay, he'll yeah. be gone no, for however, however long he needs in his time, but it'll be five seconds for us. Spinny things go up, Cap disappears. Did the new Cap... As soon as Cap disappears, oh, yeah. did that guy, old guy show up on the bench? Did old man Cap literally just get there in five seconds? Like formulate no. out of nowhere. I don't know. I don't know. That I think he would have had to. I think bottom line is once his timeline goes forward, he does the old man thing. He probably makes... It's like a two-day journey for him. Probably, probably stayed so at a nice hotel the night me, before. So you're telling me old Captain America was sitting on the bench the whole time young Captain America was, was going in time travel to put probably, the back? Probably, probably. Just the same way that it was happening in Act And how two. was he there? Well, I, he, was, he must he, have been there. But he the didn't whole, go back and do everything yet. He didn't get there in five seconds. And, and he, you're thinking he materialized. This. Yeah. This is not the argument I think we'd have today. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But you're, you're, it's an interesting question. It's one of those questions where it's very convenient that they make things work out. Right. But it was poetic. Because sure. like if the the time traveling thing didn't work and Captain like was like oh what happened hey what is, is that old me over there? Listen, for my money, best old man makeup in a long time. It was really time. good. Best it was old really man good. makeup. Great accent. Old man accent from Chris Evans. Why I think Chris Evans is 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 an underrated performance here. But to end on an easy question, there's a million great scenes. We're going to continue to break them all down. To end on an easy question. The Soul Stone. Was this movie good for the soul? It, was it good for us to go on the rewatch, the deep dive? You can have a one-word answer. You can have a little spiel here. Yeah. What do you think? Here's what I'll say. I don't think there is a storyline, no matter how big or small, that you could have picked up on uh, that was left dangling at the yeah. end of any of these movies uh, that you could have wanted an ending for that didn't get addressed. I don't yeah. think you didn't get a conclusion for whatever you were most invested in over the previous 21 movies. Right. I don't think that wasn't addressed. And I think you have to have fans in the Russo brothers that understand that to get the kind of ending we got here. Perfect ending for me. Like, this is Breaking Bad type of perfect ending for me. It's pretty perfect. I, I, I totally agree. I would only say if it's 99% perfect, well, it may be a little less than that. 90% perfect. Mm. The other 10% would be if we had that Black Widow movie already. If we had the Black Widow Hawkeye You didn't like movie, that this misdirection? If we had that movie already and we had all that emotional buildup to those characters because they've been bit parts let's be honest nah. they've been bit parts we've had a lot of banter we've had a we've had a, so you're occasionally saying, an emotional scene right, with just her. so i get it straight you're saying you wish you had the opportunity to be even more emotionally invested before saying goodbye In hawkeye and okay. black widow's relationship because yeah, th their fair. relationship was just not played out it's not like game of thrones where you have 51 dramatic scenes right for the principal characters, and then maybe you have 10 dramatic scenes for the other characters. You have those dramatic arcs. We didn't have that necessarily with Black Widow. She pulls it off in this movie. So to me, that sequence was more about her. I didn't get the connection between the two of them as well as I would have liked. That's fair. 
Like I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel the friendship between them, even though, yeah, they have the armor. But on you each still other. felt the emotional them. impact of them saying goodbye to one another. To me, it was built on her scenes talking to the other characters, like I can't, I don't know what to do with myself, and uh, blah blah blah. And she had the emotional scenes where she's crying, eat, eating a peanut butter sandwich. Like to me, that was the setup for the final scene. That's that's. I mean, that's a great interpretation, and we did say during our guesses. That there was going to, like, we, we she ended up getting the role that Captain America we thought was going to have, right? right. Like, where do we go from here? What, what's there left for you to accomplish in this world that you would have to stay alive after Endgame? Right. No, and we, we thought need... that was going to be Cap, but it turns out it was Black Widow. But it's, they did better. They yeah. did one better. They gave him the happy ending. Yep. Better, better than we can ever dreamed of. And that scene, you know, to accomplish it in that one scene and then to have him on the bench satisfied by a joyful life i just i died i was i was i can't even i can't even speak who were you most happy to see walk through those big golden time gates who were you most excited to see most through? excited to see oh, i mean it's probably spider-man because i like spider-man but it, seeing it, obviously black panther was the most effective yeah because that army came yeah. with him yeah and God, then he does, movie. and then it's keep away with the, the gauntlet. I mean, that was that was scary stuff. And after, I, it, I know it's not going to end with him wiping out all life, and they're not going to be in Avengers Endgame 3, where the microbes of all these characters... He snaps, man. He gets the snap off. It, it The stakes couldn't be higher. Talk about a fate <laughs> worse than the, the fate we had in the last yeah. movie. The fate worse than Because this the fate was going to be the world's gone. Everything and he says that. And I will be God, and oh I will create a new universe of grateful like, I'm not. I'm not worried about being fair. Beings. I'm not worried about rationality anymore. You guys suck. Totally. I'm done with all of you. Totally <laughs> off the reservation. My goodness. So, uh, what a movie. A lot more to talk about, though. Yeah, without question. God, my Lord, what a movie. Uh, if you have not seen this movie, uh, I don't know what you're doing in the spoiler section. Get out of here. But go see it as well if you have seen the movie. See it again. Your thoughts. Absolutely. A great rewatch. Uh, and, and it, you know, it, it's three hours, but it does go relatively quick. As absurd as that statement may be uh, to hear, it does go relatively fast. But we definitely want to know your thoughts uh, about anything we talked about. Like we said, we're going to have a bigger review coming for you at some point. We think in the middle of next week, maybe towards the later, latter half of next week, something special for you guys we think you're going to like. But if you have anything, any comments, questions, concerns, anything that we talked about here, let us know. We are Mike, Mike, and Oscar on Facebook. Mike, Mike, and Oscar on Instagram. MM and Oscar on Twitter. Mike, Mike, and Oscar at gmail.com.com and on Reddit. Uh, we are available everywhere you hear podcasts. Tune in, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, audio. Or not, that's not a thing. Audio's not a thing. Um, I don't know. <laughs> We're on audio, technically. Google Play. Google Play? You're making up an app, Audio Boom or something? Yeah, I, I literally thought I was going to pass out at some points today, so I'm amazed <laughs> I'm speaking right now. Um, That's a warm theater, I guess. <laughs> and you I, ate the worst food to be hot after. Like, milk was a bad choice. Sabaros is a bad choice if you're going to be hot. So good. <laughs> uh, Mike, any final words of wisdom for Endgame? Serialized storytelling, man. They, they pulled off so many uh, payoffs with serialized storytelling goods, and but they also did this movie right and it's one-stop shopping it, nominated it, 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 for best picture you cowards let's go but they, i mean <laughs> this movie works as a standalone it works as a as a cap uh, on the entire franchise and the entire universe can you imagine watching this movie as a standalone movie not knowing who any of these people coming out of these holes in the sky are <laughs> <laughs> the calvary they're just other cool dude people i guess uh guys when reality sucks i don't know get a time stone or something come watch movies with us and we will check you out next time see you